السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا In the different surahs of the Quran Kareem, Allah Tabarakullah has given different lessons. Each surah is such that if a person, someone who is drowning and he says, throw something to me. So that lifesaver, whatever instrument they throw and he holds on to, whatever it is, it could be a raft, it could be a balloon, whatever it is, as long as his hand gets onto it, he'll find he'll stay above the waters. Surahs of Quran are like that. Allah Tabarakullah did not make it compulsory for everyone to memorize every surah of Quran. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not enforce that. He encouraged amongst his wives, few of his wives were hafizahs of the whole Quran. But what he really instilled in them is to have Quran as part of your life. There were those old Sahaba radiallahu anhum who found the time of the coming of revelation at an age where they could not memorize lot. For them memorizing one, two surahs was the Jannah. One, two surahs. A Sahabi radiallahu anh passes away. Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam informs Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam of his demise. They are already gone out for the battle. Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam makes like indication with his wing. For Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam the entire area becomes like open. Nobody else can see it but Allah's Nabi can see directly. He is looking right into Medina Munawwara. Now that body of that sahabi is in front of him whereas it's miles away. He says to Sahaba radiallahu anhum that we are making this janaza. It's the janaza where the individual is far but he's actually very near. The narration even says that as Jibreel alayhi salam made indication, even those trees that were there moved out of the way. So that Allah's Nabi sallallahu could see. But nobody else could see it. And then Allah's Nabi sallallahu is going to say, Allahu Akbar, the angels start coming down. How many sufuf are made? Then the janazah takes place. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked Jibreel alayhi salam, that on account of what did he attain, what he attained. Bima na lahadhihi al-fadila ya Jibreel. That what did he do that Allah gave him such an honor. That even if I was absent from his janazah, I had to be present. That was his honor. Even if I was absent, far away they were. I had to be there. Jibreel alayhi salam said he loved the surah, Kul Allahu ahad. He said he would read the surah so many times that on his death the surah said to Allah, He loved me, I ask you to love him. One surah. They loved it. Normally in our makatib, so they loved Quran. In our maktabs, to a certain extent, a few surahs were taught. Many of us memorized the surah Wadduha, some memorized after. One thing we did miss out is the meaning of those surahs. For whatever reason, we never got a t- chance to attach ourselves to the meaning. 
So if the one part of the work is done, I memorize the surah, I know the surah. Now just to pick up little bit wording, you don't have to be a master in the Arabic language. You know the surah, now you know this word fits here, this word fits here. And then you hold on to this. If a man can do this, a woman can do this, they will find that all the issues of the world, all issues which the devil brings to the heart and the mind, all doubts that are blown, as you will read a verse of Quran, it will be the answer to everything. Yesterday one student asked me, that he said, I heard that whoever reads, Kulhu Allahu Ahad Lot, then Allah will bless him with sincerity. So he said, is it something like this? The surah is known as surah ikhlas. The surah of... So I said to him, read it Lord, but when you're reading it, just think of the meaning. And I said, I don't need you to think of the whole surah meaning, whereas it's such a small surah. I only want you to think of one word. Qul huwa Allahu ahad. Say Allah is one. Allahu samad. Allah is most independent. I said, I want you to think of this word, as-samad, that I don't need you. I said, now when you will read, Qul Allahu Ahad, then it will be, I need you Allah, you don't need me. That individual then who's reading it, he realizes that all the name and the fame, it's not going to help me in front of Allah. Because I need Allah, Allah doesn't need me. I said, you know the narration where Allah has said, I am the most independent, I don't want partners. I said, all of those narrations, you will just find it in this one word, Allahu Samad. Allah is most independent. This is Quran. One one verse we can latch on to, our answers will come. I will give an example today with this surah which is known as Ad-Duha. In the world... One of the biggest issues in houses is anger, depression. Things are not going my way. And the way South Africa is going, it seems it's not going anyone's way. And there's no way left also because there's potholes on the way. Once upon a time they said, you'll see light at the end of the tunnel. Now they say, but there's no lights. So even if you reach the end of the tunnel, the light is off. Now when a person sees such a condition, how does he smile? How do you live through a time where I saw easy days, good days, but it's now just going down? Is it possible to smile? Ask a man who's 40 years old, you saw your days where you were the boss. Whatever you said happened. The business ran according to your... Everything was working, but now you reach 60. Now when you reach 60, your own children don't want to listen to you now. Now they're saying, Daddy, when you're going to come to the business, you're going to collapse the business. Just leave us to do our thing. Now you start getting upset. This world is such that when you reach the top, you have to go down. You have to. But going down didn't mean you have to become sad. That's where the world is at the moment. Whenever there's a downhill, people fall in depression. Whereas the downhill was mentioned right at the beginning. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had an animal in respect of the camel of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and it was a fast camel. They used to have camel racing. The camel of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was blessed. It was winning. 
And even if it was not going to win, a sahabi felt it very hard to like win the camel of Allah's Nabi. But then one villager came. He raised, he said, I'll raise that camel. You get villagers like I'll show it. So he raised it and he won the camel. People were upset. They said, had you no respect for the camel of the Rasul of Allah? Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One day I was driving on the road. So one student drove next to me like. And then he got that shock. Let's race now. So he won the race in the ending. But now the other person, I never raced him also. But for him, it's like we're driving and he was driving. He won it. So later on he came to ask for maaf. So I asked him like what? He said the student shouted him that how could you win your ustad? Like, even at the ending you should pull back. So at that time I told him this narration. I said you like that valija. <laughs> you like that valija. I asked him how could you win the camel? Nabi Wasallam. however for him he smiled. And then he said this. He said it is the haqq of Allah. Allah is right. That nothing in this world will go up. Except that it must come down. Except the being of Allah. Except the being of Allah. Everything that goes up, you have to come down. So when you're enjoying your high days, and be happy about it. But when the days come where you're going down, now this surah is going to say, be happy about the down also. Quran was going to teach man, when it is daytime you must be smiling. When it is night time, you must be smiling. Wadduha means by the oath of the time when the sun is at its highest, at its power, we normally call it chas. They say, read salah at that time. Allah's Nabi said, this is the salah. In the ahadith it is called, this is the salah of awwabin, of the people who really want to turn to Allah. He said, this is the time when it's hot. Now we don't see it so much because now everything is aircon. But in the lands of the desert, around half past ten, eleven o'clock, it is hot. Now you're feeling tired. Some of them would even take the qilula at that time. You're feeling very tired. At that time, Rasulullah said, the one who will read four rakats of salah, he has really turned to Allah. We call that chash. The salah of the people who make tawbah. And Allah give us barakah, try and do it. This is one salah that so much of virtue has been mentioned in the ahadith. But for some reason, man heard of tahajjud which is very hard. To wake up when you're sleeping is not easy. The easy tahajjud is to read before going to sleep. But the real tahajjud is to wake up. This is a salah that is not hard. Because here you don't need to wake up. Here you are already in your business. You are already at home. It is just a salah between Fajr and Zohar. Shah Walila Rahimullah wrote a unique thesis about salah and the times of salah. He said Allah Tabarukullah spaced it out so well. That between the two salahs there is that amount of time. That the effects of the one salah continue pulling a person. Until he just grips on to the others. He says, so whatever dust is between the two, it's going to get wiped out because the time is about a two and a half hour. There's not much two and a half to three hours in that time. You just have to move from one side and grab onto the other side. Like you're learning how to swim. 
They say, just kick from here and reach there. That's all you have to do. He said, but Allah made it that between the Fajr and the Zohar, if it had to be told to the world, we need you to come in between to the masjid, it would have spoiled the business of the man. In Allah's kindness, not to spoil man searching for his sustenance, man was told, you don't have to come to the masjid. Where you are, you perform the salah. So from Fajr to Zohar, you will cut the time. And then from, from Fajr to Chast. And then from Chast till Zohar. That individual who will read the Salah, promises have come in the Ahadith, I Allah will see to all your needs. It is known as this is the Salah of Awabin, the people who have really made Tawbah to Allah. It makes a person beloved to Allah. It is what? Just a two rakats or a four rakats, wherever you are at that moment. Ten o'clock, half past ten, eleven o'clock. At a time when it is hot, there's not customers all the time. Just make a wuzu, say Allahu Akbar. And you have been said that you are the man who really turned to Allah. What duha says by the oath of the time when it is hot, duha, chast, very hot. At that time it's very bright. Very bright in our world means things are going good. Life is how I want it to be. وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا saja. Allah says, and by the oath of the night, when now it covers all the light. When darkness comes, you don't see any light. Sometimes problem comes in man's life where you forget everything. You forgot all your good days. You forgot all the time. You just get one to take. One to take makes you forget everything. One to take. Mufti Taqi Usmani Rahimullah in one place wrote, one time his family got a stomach pain. So he had to take her to the hospital. Stomach pain is stomach pain. While they were in that elevator, somebody else was brought in. That person was burnt right through. So to make his wife, this is one thing you can never do, try to make your wife happy, especially when she's in a mood. But to make her happy, it said to her like, just look at what she is going through like. How burnt. So he said, so his family told him, but her stomach is not paining. <laughs> Full burn. My stomach is paining. She hasn't got that problem. Sometimes you get one pain and it makes you forget everything. One trouble. This is walayli idha saja. If ever problems come in our life, just this ayat, walayli, and by the oath of the night when it covers everything. مَا وَدَّعَكَ رَبُّكَ وَمَا قَلَعَ Your Allah has not forsaken you. وَمَا قَلَعَ Your Allah is not upset with you that He just left you. Qala means you become irritated with someone. Say, get lost. Wadda'a means to leave someone. Your Allah has not left you. Your Allah is not irritated with you. A person who can read this with that feeling... I'm going through some terrible condition, difficult condition. And he say, Wallayli, my Allah said to me, there will be days when night will come. And it will cover everything. That time, my Allah said, like the mother says to the child, don't worry my child, your mother is with you. And Allah said, ma wadda'aka rabbuk, that everything has left you, but your Allah has not left you. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would wait for wahi. But there were certain times 
where Allah would make a gap. For some reason, Wahi was not coming. Sometimes the Quraysh would ask a question. Nabi would say, I'll give you the answer in a few days. On one occasion, he said, I'll give you the answer, but he never say, Insha'Allah. And now when that few days are coming, the answer is not coming. Nabi is getting more worried. And then some of the enemy began saying that his Allah has left him. His Allah has forsaken him. And he was very worried. And that feeling of what can be a better feeling than wahi. So me and you also we get certain times in life that we are enjoying Allah's gift. Whatever that gift is. And then it's taken away. At that time then people will say, or your own shaitan will say, now where is your Allah? At that time this first line of the surah. When the surah then came down to make Allah's Rasul وسلم, happy, this was that surah. وَالضُّحَى وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا سَجَى There will be sometimes when you will see day. There will be sometimes when you're going to see night. No matter what your condition in life is, your Allah has not left you. Why are you upset? Why are you upset? When the night comes, I will sleep in the condition that my Allah knows my condition better than me. When Rasulullah was pelted at Taif, he went unconscious. It was one of the most difficult times in his life because his uncle Abu Tali passed away. His wife Khadija radiallahu anha passed away. Living in the house was now difficult because his two neighbors were his worst enemies. As long as his beloved wife was in the house, they would never come in the house. Now that she was not there, they were ready to come in. They would enter. Nabi Sallallahu himself was making the food for his daughters. He would leave the pot and then he would go out on his mission. When he would come home at night, he would find that his neighbors who had entered the house... In that pot of food, they would take the dirt of the camel and they would push it in. He would look at that day and for him, he has to throw all of this food away. It would hurt him. They would look for ways around the house to do something, just to hurt him. But he was already feeling the pain. He lost his wife, he lost his uncle. They say it was the year called the year of real gham, pain. At that time the thought came in his mind, if someone, the people of Taif were known as people who are kind, they were known like that. You get certain people, the person says, he, he gives everyone, he'll never say no to you. The people of Taif were like that. Nabi Islam, hearing, knowing of those people, he said, at least they will, because of their, their heart, at least they will listen to me, they don't have to accept my message, but they will give me that refuge now. With so much of hope he goes. So much of hope. And when they refuse to accept him, then he says, okay, so much at least. Don't let the people of Makkah Mukarramah know that I came to you. Because then my enemy will mock me even further. At least so much. They said, we'll make sure they find out about it. Whatever hope he had, they went the opposite. And then that part we all know, as he was going out, they pelted. But the dua that he made after that, the highlight of the dua was when he said, "Illam takun sahitan alayya." Allah, if you are not angry with me, then from my side I'm okay. As long as I know you are not angry with me, 
لم تكن ساخطا علي فلا ابالي غير هاو ايفر بيكوز ام ا يومن عافيه ايز ايز ويل بي ذا ايزيست ا ايزي لايف از ذا بيست لايف اي وود اولويز اسك يو ميك ات ايزي فور مي as long as i know you are not upset this first ayat was to say that you will see problems in life it cannot create depression in a believer a believer does not have depression because every condition of his is a spring upwards and that's what the surah is going to now speak walal akhiratu khairul lak min al ula allah's promise i promise you al akhirah means the next the last The final last is Jannah. And Jannah is definitely better than dunya. But last is every second that's the next one is called Akhir. This is called Ula. Allah says, I promise you the next step will be better than the first step. This is a unique promise. No government can ever give it. I remember our government last year or two years ago, they said that the story of your lights is going to get fixed up. That's what happened. They tried to fix it. Once they try to fix it, don't ever trust there. Whoever went in there, what he did now for the next 10 years, they're not talking. Allah is the only one who will say, I promise you, your next step will be one better than the previous. How is this next step going to be? وَلَسَوْفَ يُعْطِيكَ رَبُّكَ فَتَرْضَى And very soon your Allah will give you such things that you will find yourself the most happy. This is the introduction to the surah. But the points that are going to be mentioned now is difficulty for a believer is also a gift. So when you see difficulty, smile in the difficulty. Alam yajidka yatiman fa'awa. Almighty Allah says, did we not find you as an orphan? I want you to think about this. What is an orphan? He lost his mother, he lost his father. At the janazah salah, everyone says to him, shame. He asks his own question, Allah, why did you do this to me? But if a boy is not an orphan, he will never later on realize what it is to have a father. If that day he goes through that condition that I'm an orphan, and he reads the surah with meaning, He will say in being an orphan there's a certain power I have been given that the non-orphan hasn't been given. The problem becomes an honor. What is that power? The second one is Allah says, did I not find you without wealth? Poverty. For some people poverty is a disgrace. This surah is going to say no, poverty is an honor. The third one, did I not find you without knowledge? Did I not find you in the dark? Did I not find you looking for something? No. Ignorance is normally a disgrace. You got no madrasa here. You got no knowledge here. You got no alim here. This surah is going to show three things that the whole world would think. That you really got a problem. Almighty Allah is going to show even the problem for a believer is the spring towards reaching the sky. How is it? When Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was an orphan, after that day, 
Every step that you make now is the step going one away of becoming the father of the world. But that boy who got parents, he will never know what it is not to have parents. So he will never be able to become stronger. He might become ruder. He might become more arrogant. He might shout his parents. And the orphan will say to him, You know, if you know what I went through, I don't have parents. If I had a parent, I would never say what you are saying. Look after your parents. The orphan will be able to say this. The one who was not an orphan will be the one smacking his mother. See those emails where a mother has to write and say, My son sits in front of you. He shakes his head, but when he comes home, he's hitting me. This can't you say something to say, how can you hit your mother? But the one who got no mother, he can give advice to him. He says, you know, each day when I see everyone running to their fathers and mothers, I say, Allah, if I had parents, I would hug them. The one who can teach the love of a parent is an orphan. If ever one boy was brought to me, he was crying, he lost his mother and his father in covert. So I just said to him that, you know, Allah's Nabi was also an orphan. And you know why Allah made him an orphan? Because Almighty Allah wanted him to be the father of the world. To be the father of the world, you first have to be an orphan yourself. To know what it is not to have a hand on top. So whenever the Rasul of Allah saw an orphan, he called him. He hugged him, he put his hand on him. He said, whoever will show love to the orphan, he and me will be together in paradise. I said, you know why that happened? Because he was an orphan once upon a time. I said, maybe Allah made you an orphan today. Because he wants you to be the father of the world tomorrow. If he never give you difficulty today, how are you going to get muscles for tomorrow? Ask those people who grow up in mountains. That what was the result of a difficult life? They'll say the result of a difficult life is I got such strength in my body I can knock anyone out. He said, I'm real. You people are fake. He said, you all grew up in juice. He said, I grew up in real milk. He said, you all ate dead chickens and dead eggs. He said, I ate things that I caught with my own hands. Where I would have said, you poor person, you sleep and you got no roof. He will say, you poor person, you can't sleep without a roof. The man who had a hard life at the beginning will become the warrior of tomorrow. The one who got an easy life today will not manage anything tomorrow. We do not ask Almighty Allah for difficulty. But if any difficulty comes in our life, this surah has told us that that difficulty is your cause to become the superman of tomorrow. Understand it that my Allah wanted me to become stronger. Difficulty does not put you in problems. One friend took his child to a certain what we call counselor. Because the child was very like, not learning in school. So the first thing the counselor did, they moved something in front of the child. The child went in hypnosis. And then the child started talking, whatever the child spoke. So when the child came out, what is told to the child is, your problems is when you were small, your mother gave you one smack. That's it. Because of that one smack when you were three years old, that's why today you don't want to learn. Now when that child left that class, that room, 
How many years that child will hold on to this point? Mommy, why you smacked me when I was three years old? That one sentence of that counselor spoils the life of this girl forever. Whatever problem she gets in life, she'll say, Mommy, you smacked me. The opposite the surah taught. That if your mother smacked you today, it's to make you stronger for tomorrow. Later on in life, you will always say, it is the smack of my mother that took me where he took me. How you want to see problems, it will take you where you want to go. You want to blame people for your issues. A great scholar of his time, Murana Manzoor Nomani Rahimullah writes, that he did not manage his what we call pre-first year Adadiya, he failed. His father put him in another madrasa, he failed. In the third madrasa, most likely it happened, they were playing around in the class. He stayed away from it. When the teacher came, there was a misunderstanding, he thought he was involved. So the teacher hit him very badly. When you get hit and you're not now, you, it wasn't your fault. So the other boy said to him, this is the time to show. Like, go and report him, how could he hit you? But he said that as it is, I'm a naughty boy. But he said, my, my inside is not like this, that I can't take my teacher to task. Like, he said, I was not responsible and I took the shot of a teacher which was not right for him to hit me. He says, after that Allah opened up my knowledge so much that my name spread in the world. The name Manzur Nomani spread in the world. What he would say spread, one hiding I got when I was not deserving the hiding. If you want to, every problem can be your spring to go high. And if you want to, any pinch can be your point to fall to the ground. There is nothing like this here, when you were small, what happened, that's why you're going to problem. When I was small, if you were an orphan, it's supposed to make sure today you are the best father. When you were small and your ustad whacked the lights out of you, it means tomorrow you must be the best teacher. If ever you saw your father hitting your mother at home, it means you must become the best husband when you grow up. But the shaitani world made it the opposite. They said, if you saw abuse when you were small, you must abuse when you're big. If you saw hiding when you were small, you must... The surah was to say, did we not find you as an orphan? And then the steps went up, fa'awa, then we gave you a house. We found you dalan, looking for the light, then we put you on the cause. Those boys that grow up in the house of ulama, in the house of knowledge... What happened that sometimes you see that same boy, as soon as a phone comes in his hand, he's on pawn. What happened when you found that boy whose father found for him the best teachers? But you find he doesn't want to study. Umar radiallahu anh said, I fear so much for the people who will be born in Islam and then they will lose the appreciation of Islam. That's perhaps me and you. Sometimes to be born without guidance and you're looking for that guidance, the day you find it, you grab it. In our madrasa, we get some students which come from countries where there's nothing. When they come to the madrasa, they can't understand how other students are going to eat. They can't understand when time is up, other students are going away. They say there's so much to study. For the other students, is bus now enough. And that student will say, if you come from the country, I come, you'll say, it's not enough. The one who hasn't got light, 
When he finds the light, he grabs it. South Africa and the world in the next few years might not be the easiest for everyone. Wealth itself is not going to be the answer to many things. When COVID came, we saw doctors, policies, ambulances, people who ran hospitals, everyone had no answer. One difficulty came and it knocked everyone down. Sickness came, there was no answer to it. As we're going forward, darkness came. There's no answer. The man who put the generator, the generator packed up. The man who put the inverter, inverter packed up. Finally, he also is opening his old candles again. We might see times where there's no water. Allah save us all. Difficult days might come, but the surah was to say, if you can get Allah in your life, every step will be one better for you. What happens if a time comes where there is no water? Allah save us all. But if a time comes where there is no water, a believer will say, My Allah wanted to prepare me for the day when I will have to join the army of Allah in places where there is no water. How was my child ever going to learn what it is to be without water? He says, Oh my child, maybe Allah brought this to prepare us for that. We will see difficulty... Allah make it very easy difficulty. The people of Sham, they saw war. In their war, they lost not their waters and their lights, they lost their houses. They had to run. Some of them landed up in those camps with only the clothes on their backs. If you entered those tents, one tent we entered, I asked, where will they hang their clothing? So the man said, what clothing to hang? They only came with one pair. You don't need a place to hang. You don't need cupboards. They would just sleep here and then you would eat here. And you're just living here waiting for someone to send you out. Then we had a chance to sit with some of the ulama of Sham. Amongst the things the one alim said is, he said when this calamity fell on the people of Sham, we regarded it as Tamatul Kubra, the biggest calamity. He says after the years have passed, and we have now found that we can teach Islam to our children, the true Islam, where previously the government was in charge. He said we can teach them the jihad of the tongue, the jihad of the pen, jihad of the body, where previously we could not even take the word jihad. He said previously our khutbas was looked at by the government. We could not say what we wanted to say. We always would think how will we make the army of Allah? When we are controlled by the enemies of Allah. He says, Allah brought this what we call At-Tamatul Kubra, the biggest musibat. He says, few years down the line, I call it An-Ni'matul Uzma, the greatest gift of Allah. He said, it opened up our lives and our children to become of the armies of the future. What difficulty they had to see to become for them the next step. Allah has made it different that people can't manage. May we not see difficult days. But if a difficulty has to come, a believer will smile in the difficulty. To say, my Allah wanted me to be an orphan because He wanted me to be the father of the future. My Allah wanted me to see poverty today because He wanted me to be the most generous of the people of the future. My Allah wanted me to be searching for guidance today so that I would become a ashik, a diehard, 
Ask that person who tabligh changed his life. Ask him, you got an itch or something. Wherever you're going, you're just speaking of Allah. He will say, I was once in darkness. I know what it is to be in darkness. After someone gave me light, I'm burning to be able to give this light to somebody else. But the one who grows up in light, he's the one who says, put off the lights. Put off the lights. How many years we saw lights in our house. I don't think we ever said Alhamdulillah when the light went on. Eskom had to teach us how to say when the lights go Alhamdulillah. Eskom. Now we understood what the price is. Just to get light. Just to get something that's bright. The believing Ummah does not have depression. Whatever is the level of difficulty is the stone to go one higher. فَأَمَّا الْيَتِيمَ فَلَا تَقْهَرْ Allah says, I made you an orphan. So now whenever the orphan will come in front of you, فَلَا تَقْهَرْ Don't be hard on him. Means you won't be able to be hard on him. You will look at him and say, once upon a time I was him. That man will be. People will ask him, aren't you overdoing it? He will say, I tasted difficulty. Tasting difficulty was now a gift. He will smile and he will say, had Allah not shown me hard times, I would never have appreciated. Problems for the believer can be a gift. The surah must make it. When you will see any problem, وَالضُّحَى وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا saja, There will be sometimes that it's day and sometimes that it's night. But your Allah has not left you. Your Allah is preparing you. مَا وَدَّعَكَ رَبُّكَ وَمَا قَلَى Your Allah has not left you. Your next step is going to be one better than the previous step. And Allah says, and soon I'm going to give you, meaning the reward of patience so much, that you're going to say it was worth it. But while you are in that difficulty, Medina would never have come if there was no Makkah. Medina would never have come if there was no Makkah. The conquest of Makkah would never have come if there was no Uhud. There had to be tears shed at the battle of Uhud, 70 shuhada that was going to open up the doors for Islam to spread in the world. Every ease that comes after needs a difficulty before it. The next surah will say, فَإِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ First that difficulty has to come, then the door can open up. First that difficulty. A believer when we will see difficulty, and we will see whatever Allah wants us to see, Whatever we see, we'll think Allah's haq is nothing goes up except that it must come down, except the zat of Allah. So if my health comes down, I will smile like how the Rasul of Allah smiled. That I'm not as valuable as the camel. But if the camel had to lose one, two battles, I can also lose one, two battles. There has to be days when I go down. If I see some difficulty, I will not swear. I will not become irritated. My smile as it is when the days are good, my smile will remain when the days are not easy. Both conditions, the angels will be amazed. Allah's Nabi said, Ajaban li amril mu'min. I myself am amazed at the condition of a believer. Every condition of his is unique. When he is in good conditions, he is thanking Allah and it is just good for him. And when he finds difficult conditions, he's just being patient and that's just good for him also. A believer finds everything as his stage to the next.
May Allah Taala make every one of us from the army of the people of the truth. May Allah Taala make our generations from the army of the haq. Every person wants it to happen. Every person says, Oh my son, if you will meet Isa alayhi salam, give him my salams. But if that person has to be told that if you want your son to be next to Isa alayhi salam, then if something has to happen before that, are you ready for it? Then immediately say, what must happen? Say something like. person says, make dua. I say, what dua? Make dua, my son becomes an alim. Say, Allah make him an alim. Then we tell the person that uh, you'll send your son to Azadville to study. Then he say, uh, I'll ask the wife. But then where he's going to become the alim? If you want that high, high position, sometimes Allah will ask, are you ready to sacrifice little? Allah will never ask us directly, are you ready? Because all of us will say no. That's what that scholar said. Had Allah told the people of Sham, I want to make your children now from the army of the future. Are you ready? The people of Syria would say, no way. I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer. I can't manage. Can't you make the next generation? Make my grandchildren. So Allah never asked. Allah just made one thing bang. And everyone had to start running. Everyone had to start running. But down the line people will say, what we saw as the biggest calamity was actually the greatest gift. Biggest calamity was the greatest gift. May Allah make all of us. Make our difficulty a very easy difficulty. Because the people of South Africa cannot manage difficulties. And Allah knows how much an individual can manage. But whatever we see, see it with a positive light. And speak to your children in a positive light. To your wives in a positive life. Our future is in front. It is not just to reach the age of 65, 70 and die in South Africa. Around the turn, we are seeing the possibility of death battle breaking out where the flag of Islam has to go very high. In that battle we are seeing young, young Muslim children moving front with no fikr at all of this world. And we're looking in the jamaat, is my child? But for our child to be there, you'll have to prepare his mind from now. Like That you're not born just to live in luxury. If Allah wants to teach you now that some days you'll turn the tap and there's no water, some days you'll turn the tap and it's cold water. And you'll have to make water in cold water. And say, Daddy, what is this? And you'll say, Oh my son, you know before the law of a fighter for the Islamic army was, do you know how to bath with cold water? If the boy would say no, they would tell him, then what are you going to come in the battle? Where are you going to find Jesus there? You'd rather stay at home. Say, my son, maybe Allah wanted to teach you from now. That sometimes you'll have to bath with cold water. If the mind is high, then Allah will make even difficulties become easy. Even difficulties. Allah Taala bless us all with a unique future. But this one ayat, wadduha, there will be day and there will be night. Whether it's light or whether it's darkness, your Allah has not left you. Your Allah is my trainer. Your Allah is your trainer. And the trainer knows how much his student can manage. And Allah wants the student to get better, better, better. And the final trophy is coming at the ending. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. 
الحمدللہ رب العالمین والصلاة والسلام على سید الانبیاء والمرسلین وعلى آلہ واصحابہ اجمعین اللہم لکا الحمد کلہ ولکا الشکر کلہ اللہم لا نحصی ثناء علیکا انت کما اثنیت على نفسک رضینا باللہ ربا وبالاسلام دینا وبمحمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم نبیہ ورسولہ اللہم لکا الحمد کلہ ولکا الشکر کلہ اللہم لا نحصی ثناء علیکا انت کما اثنیت على نفسک Allah, despite the dirt that exists within us, Allah, despite the dirt that exists around us, Allah, you are the most pure. Allah, you are the most pure. And Allah, you are the one that purifies everything. Allah, you are the one that creates the waves of the ocean. Whatever dirt is thrown into the waters, a little salt of the ocean wipes out all of the dirt. Allah, when the creation can remove so much of dirt, what then is the kamal of the Creator? Allah make nazar on every one of us that the dirty becomes clean. Allah that the impure becomes pure. Allah that the one that is not fit to be in your court becomes fit. Allah the one who cannot be a warrior for your deen becomes the warrior. Allah the one who does not have anything deserving of him lifting up the flag of Islam. Allah in your kindness you put the flag of Islam in his hands. Allah make every one of us bless us with the honor. That from the army of Allah we can be part of that army. In the army of Allah we can be part of that army. In the army that will lift up the flag of Islam we can be part of that army. In the army that will see the glorious days of Islam we can be part of that army. In the army that will see Islam reaching every baked and unbreaked house we can be part of that army. In that army that will be making the markets into masajid. Which will be making the markets into the marakis which will be making the markets into the places of the dhikr of Allah, which will be taking away kufr and zulam, which will be establishing justice in the entire world. Allah, in your kindness, allow every one of us to be part of that Mubarak army. Allah, around the corner, what and what great things have been kept. Allah, but it is, will we make it around the corner? Allah, in your kindness, when you have brought us so far, Allah, let the fitan of the, the evil... Allah let the fitan of the jal, Allah let the fitan of the devil, Allah let it not grab us now. Allah when you have allowed us to come so close to the ending, Allah in your kindness allow us to be part of that army that will bring an end to the fitan of the jal, that will see to the death of the devil, that will see to the death of this evil known as dajal, that will see to the death of that fitna which Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, from the time of Nabi Adam alayhi salam, no fitna, fitna, no trial was ever created as terrible as this. Allah in your kindness make us so strong that we are able to stand against that fitan. We are able to stand against that fitin. We are able to stand against that devil. We are able to stand against his magic, against the doubts that he puts. We are able to blow it out. We are able to give answers to his every talk. We are able to be able to lift up the sword against his fitan. Allah in your kindness make us of the army of the haq. Allah in your kindness make us of the army of the truth. Allah make us and our children. Allah make us and our progeny from the people who will remain on the truth till the ending. Allah make us and our progeny from the people who will not sway with the winds. Who will be not knocked down by the devil. Who will not be drowned into the waves of the fitan of the time. 
Allah allow us to be able to cross every wave until we reach you with the greatest of honor. Allah make us from the people of Jannatul Firdaus. Allah make us from the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah make our insides pure. Allah make our outsides pure. Bless us with an eye that is so pure that it cannot stand to look at any fault. Bless us with an ear that is so pure that it cannot stand to listen to any fault. Allah bless us with a heart that is so pure that it cannot stand to think of any fault. Allah in a world where the faulty are becoming faultier, Allah in that world make us who are already dirty, make us purer and purer. Allah make us cleaner and cleaner. Allah you are the one that is most pure. You accept nothing that is pure. Allah in your kindness make us pure and accept us all. وَصَلَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ الْكَرِيمِ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَأَصْحَابِهِ وَبَارِكْ وَسَلِّمْ سُبْحَانَ رَبِّكَ رَبِّ الْعِزَّةِ أَمَّا يَصِفُونَ وَالسَّلَامٌ عَلَى الْمُرْسَلِينَ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِ جزاكم الله خيرا السلام عليكم ورحمة الله